Hey guys, how you guys doing? Uh, my name is Andrew Sutton, of course, from the Boomtown Pod, all things MMA, part of the Blue Collar Media Group. And we are live today with a very special guest. But before I get into that, uh, we got to thank our official sponsor of the podcast, Stellar Gear. Stellar Gear is not your cookie cutter fashion store, offering brands you do not see every day, including tattooed inspired and hand-drawn graphic tees and hoodies, supporting blue collar workers with the brand Troll, skateboarding, motocross, biker apparel with Head Rush, sunglasses by Oakley and Ray-Ban, training equipment by Hayabusa. And if you're a big hockey person, they got you covered with Violent Gentleman brand. Uh, of course, the famous George Peros is the guy that runs that. And of course, can go out without some good jeans like Rock Revival jeans. And oh yeah, they have up to 5XL sweatpants, tees, and hoodies. Stellar Gear in the Center Mall, Saskatoon, or online at stellargear.ca, offering curbside pickup with all online orders. With online orders, you also have a link that I'll post down below because uh, guess what, folks? You're going to be uh, getting 10% off your next purchase which helps a lot. Use the code BOOMTOWN10. But yes, I do have a guest, as you can see on the screen right now. UFC welterweight Max Payne Griffin. How are you, brother? I'm good. I'm good, bro. How are you? I'm doing good. <coughs> I got you at a good time. You're just getting out of a, a little bit of a routine here. Yes, sir. Busy day. Uh, I got my kickboxing knocked out this morning. Nice. Marinoble, so here we go. Have a little break and then back to it. Yeah, so everybody, uh, just so you guys know, he's gearing up for a fight coming March against Sung Kennan. Uh, how excited are you about this fight, man? I'm, I'm excited to get back in there. You know, it's a little bit later than I wanted to get back in there. I came out the last fight pretty unscathed. Um, but um, it's good. It works out. Uh, I got a baby in a few weeks coming. Uh, they, they, they they tried to have us fight on the March 6th card. Yep. Um, the Adesanya jan card but it was kind of too close to the baby for me right and my girl was like nope <laughs> so, I, I love you but hell no <laughs> <laughs> yeah she's like what if he's late what if this and that so just best um, to be there i said hey i like the opponent can we like push you know can i find them before maybe in january or after they said after so right on do you see March uh do you see any glaring holes in his camp where you think you can take advantage of it you know, I think he uh, he's a he's a sweet matchup. You know, um, he's a sweet matchup. You get a big win, and then renegotiate, get some big money. Hey, that's the way to do it. And after that last performance he had, uh, man, I think you're owed a little bit of big money. That thing was vicious. What a beatdown, my friend. You looked real good. Uh, I was saying before we got on here, I don't think your strikings ever looked any better. That was. So precise, man. And, uh, of course, I'm talking about the fight against Ramsey Brahmai. Uh, man, you uh, did some stuff to that guy. Do you care to elaborate? <laughs> yeah, it was a great fight. You know, he he was a really good prospect coming out of Florida MMA. Um, supposedly, he's like a world champion jiu-jitsu guy. Uh, I didn't look too much into it. I just knew all his ones were by submission. So, he really didn't want to um, just kind of avoid the ground attack. And uh, it went great, man. It went so well, so well. He couldn't really shoot. Um, I put it on him. Uh, I actually had a good time. I have a new mental coach, and he said, have fun, man. And uh, we, we've been training like that. And to have that good of a performance when I had fun for the first time is just so amazing. And I can't wait to have fun next time, even more fun, like, Dude, I chopped dude's ear off, and um, yeah. I almost threw up in the cage. So it was a pretty gnarly experience. Um, yeah, it was on a world star, all the stuff. 
good times. Now, there's a small clip of something that you said in the octagon. Now, obviously, you hit him with the right, and that kind of split his ear a little bit, and then you hit him with that vicious elbow, and that just Googled that thing wide open. It was nasty. But uh, what 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 did you say to him after you got out of that clinch? Because I know you looked at him, and you must have said something. <laughs> Bro, when I tell you that, like, I mean, it was gross on TV, but I had head pressure on him then, so it was like on me like <laughs> yeah, yeah. like i seen it like whoa like like inches away dude it stopped me in my tracks i was like oh my god it was like slow-mo though it was yeah. like oh my god it just felt like time slowed down like if you've ever been in a thing like a car accident or or you see something really bad or something gets hurt or something like that time could slow down if something really serious happens and uh, time slowed down, bro. It was, oh my god! <laughs> and he and he stopped fighting. He looked at me like, what? Like, kind of look like? Because I don't know if what? you feel that. Like, because again, adrenaline, right? Like you're going at Mach ten, and I mean, he was in the clinch, so like you said, you have head pressure yeah. absorbed up there. So I feel like as an opponent, you're already rubbing. So I mean, you probably wouldn't feel your ears split in half. Yeah, I don't think he felt it, but I mean, he started kind of grabbing at it. So I think he felt like the weight of it kind of pulling down, you know, kind of maybe some pressure. But, uh, you know, he was a good sport about it. Well, that's no. good. I know that after the fight, you were like, oh, man, I could, I remember when <laughs> they were raising your hand. You're like, you got to get that checked out. That's that's not good. Yeah, yeah. I went backstage because um, I had a couple stitches or whatever. Yeah. And I was like, how is he? Like, I was concerned. And they're like, easy fix. They're full of shit, you know. Yeah, that ain't an easy fix. Total full of shit. Yeah. He <laughs> um, had to have some plastic surgery, I believe. Oh, wow. Uh, but I, I seen it. Someone sent me a picture of his ear like a, um, like a month ago. And they were holding it next to a pot sticker, you know. And it looked nasty. <laughs> oh, so he had some man. humor. It was sewed on. It had a ton of stitches, like, like a whop of them. Uh, but you know, I I I've seen him actually. He was on Fight Island. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I think Lingo fought, and he was in his corner. I was like, oh, there you go. Show the ear. <laughs> yeah, let me see. Let me see it. Yeah. <laughs> so, so that that's given you a ton of momentum to obviously roll into your next fight, and I, I'm super pumped up about it. But when you separated the ear, you went out and did something that most people, I mean, wouldn't really do. Did you get a tattoo? I got a tattoo. Let's show the folks. I got a tattoo. <laughs> That's unreal. Yeah, I got the ear. Um, it's on a samurai sword, so I have a samurai right here, and I put it at the edge of the sword. Perfect um, placement. Yeah, fuck, man. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that went viral, too. Yeah, so where would you highlight? People were talking about that. Where would you highlight that one for you, man? <laughs> I mean, everyone's like the best one, you know? Yeah. Every, every next one. Is a better one, a bigger one. I'd say it's the biggest. I feel like they're all, <clears throat> all of them are the biggest. You know what I mean? Like, you're, they're so important. Um, I mean, I've had some big wins, you know, at the buzzer, like Mike Perry, different ones. Like, last like, fight on my contract. Great kinda, fight, kinda by the fights. way. And, uh, yeah, I'm fucking, you know, I win that last fight. But yeah. uh, this one's good. The, why this one was good is because uh, mentally it was different. 
it's always been so damn serious. And so, yeah. like, you know, I mean, it's a fight, right? So you're tight, you're clinched up, and oh, fuck, bro, it's nerve-wracking, honestly. Yeah, well... Um, what would you say? Uh, what would you say is one of the um, aspects of for people that have been watching UFC, obviously with the no fans and stuff like that, it's a lot different. Uh, do you prefer it? And then this is a question I wanted to ask: prefer it with the fans or without the fans? Uh, I don't know, man. Uh, you know, I fought. I think I fought 11, 11 fights in UFC. Um, yeah, I think that was eleven. Uh, Ten of them were with the crowd. Yeah, you know. Uh, the crowd's great, the electricity, the energy, um, the experience of it. It's just, it, it, I think it makes it bigger or something, you know? Um, when I fought this last fight, you know, it is the first time I had fun. So I kind of add that to it too, but there was no fans. Uh, I could hear, you know, I could hear my coaches. It's, it's, it's more martial artsy. Like, it's like my guys versus your guys, you know? my yeah. coaches versus your shit and we're going to fight. And it's really like, like, like not manly, but like, like, I don't know. It's dope, man. It's dope. It's like some warrior shit. It is. You um, got nothing but you, you know? Yeah. And my coach is like, Hey, do people just fuck you up in the gym? Hell no. So yeah, exactly. Go fuck this guy up. Go whoop this motherfucker. Like you don't know what they're going to do, Like right. you don't know who you're going to spar. But you're like, what you know? It 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 just seems so uh like more calm. But I but I think that that that, that attributes too that I've been practicing and having fun. Like truly, like usually I'm all pissed off and which I a little bit was. But when I was walking out, I like was like present. Yeah. You know? Like right now, like dude, like I'm in the fucking instead of being all nervous, dude, because you have nerves. It's the it's a, you don't oh, not have nerves for sure. Yeah, you don't not. I even still in. I still have nerves. You, you mean you, you feel the shit. It's shit's on the line. You lose, you get cut. Fucking, there's all kind of shit. You know, um, you do all this hard work and you don't get your money. And, and you, there's so much shit, bro. There's so much going in. Yeah, so it's so serious. But I was in the moment I'm like, dude, I'm walking out to my song right now. The UFC, like. It's fucking dope. I love it. Like, and you put me in it like I was in the moment with it, you know, and um, use that excitement for a positive, you know, because if I mean, your body, uh, <clears throat> I mean, I do a lot of mental stuff, but you have to learn um, what like the effects are, like sweaty palms, uh, butterflies in your stomach. You know, that's like your physiology. That's that that's fight or flight is like being an animal, like a mammal, you know. Um, the butterflies in your stomach is your your digestive system turning off, so that's why it feels funny. You know what I mean? Because <clears throat> your body is like, oh, we're not going to eat. Right. We're about to fight. Yeah. We're going to run. <laughs> like we're going to fight or we're going to run. Plus so weight cuts. Know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so if you know what, if you know why you have butterflies, um, you can use it. Like, oh, my body's ready. I'm ready, but my body's getting ready. Let's do this, <clears throat> rather than trying to suppress it. Like. I'm not nervous or come on, you know, you kind of get sucked yourself out. You know, I'm nervous. Am I not ready? Like, yeah. Why am I nervous? Like I've been training. So um, you really have to know mentally like what's happening in your body. And then you could um, use it, use it as a weapon. Yeah. That, 
pretty well put. I mean, and especially when you're doing, like you said, the stomach thing, when you do a weight cut, I mean, all you guys want to do at the end of it is pound Pedialytes and eat steak. I mean, that's basically all a guy wants to do. Um, but I mean, yeah, your guys' last fight was great. And like I said, you, you elaborated a little bit on who you faced in the past. I mean, you beat Mike Perry. Um, and Mike Perry's always, you know, he's an oddball. He's a crazy cat, but he, he likes to go to war, man. And it was, it was a great fight for you. And then you, uh, some people might not know Max, but he also fought Kobe Covington. And we talked a little bit about your wrestling. Now, did you learn a little bit about how to control all of that? Because you did go a few rounds with a guy who is, at, you know, right in that ranks of, you know, number one, number two. Yeah, no, it was a good first fight, man. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, welcome to you. <laughs> uh, welcome to UFC. You're UFC fighting Kobe Covington. Kobe Covington. <laughs> no, uh, I actually did pretty good. If you watch, I did. Fight, I wa- I loved if it. If you watch it, I did pretty good. In the you fight. didn't give up uh, much, man. Yeah, yeah, I didn't give up much. Uh, hit him with the right, kind of hurt him a little bit. Stunned uh, him in the third. Yeah, did some things, stuff, uh, stuff some shit, stuff some shots, and fucking. But for me, bro, that mentally was like uh, was a mental thing. Yeah, um, that whole experience, bro, was like it was like an out of body. Like I'm talking like when I flew in to Vegas, you know, the names on the sign. You're like, Griffin, oh damn! They put you in the yeah. It's a whole nother. They put you in the limos and like Whew. take you to the hotel. It's my first time, right? Living so the Ric Flair life. Yeah, and <laughs> then it's uh yeah, and then it's. Diaz McGregor 2, which is bananas, like one of the biggest cards in history and will be ever. So, I mean, it was a circus with media and, you know, I'm, it was fucking Connors walking around, fucking, you know, I'm signing posters with Rumble Johnson and Rick Story. I'm like, take a picture, fucking, you know, enjoy this a little bit. Yeah. But I was more like a fan, like, more of like a fan yeah. than like, because I was a fan. I mean, 100%. I want to be in UFC forever. And then you get there and dude, that's this, that's this. Nate's walking around this, the entourage, fucking like, fuck, I'm really here. It was, it was like a, uh, I learned a lot though, man. Um, I mean, even being in the ring, uh, Bruce Buff for the first time, oh. it's time. Yep. You're in there like, this is for real. It seems so fake. It seems right. not real. Like, honestly, bro. Can you imagine? Man, if he said my name, like, I'm a diehard <laughs> Bruce Buffer fan, man. And, like, if like, he, really if he said my there. name, I'd be like, oh, let's go. Like, this is, like like you said, it's a real moment when you get in there for the first time and be like, yeah, oh, yeah, shit. Yeah, the camera. I'm doing fucking, this? Like, yeah, yeah, dude. So it's like I didn't, I mean, I was going to fight, but it wasn't. I tried. I mean, I had some good moments in the fight. Learned a lot. Um, he ended up... I actually got hurt, and he came with an elbow, I'm thinking, at the end of a round. At, yeah. Uh, I think end of the first, end of the second. Maybe end of the second. But he came with his elbow, like, the last five seconds of the round. Oh. After that, I couldn't see shit. On top mount it there? Was, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was, dude, he split me. It was like a fucking... It was like a yellow, like, pane glass. Like, Oof. It's hard to explain. It's like yeah, it. It's like it, it, was, it was like a yellow fog. Like if you have like a window in the morning, yeah, that has like like before you put your defrost on in the car. It was kind of like that, Oof. honestly. Yeah, so I couldn't see shit. I got back to the corner and like you good. I'm like yeah, I'm good. You know, yeah, I'm not stopping. You I know where I see, am. Exactly. If you say you can't see, they're gonna stop the fight. Like, yeah, I'm not a fucking idiot. Yeah, or a pussy. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean. Yeah. So, um, 
Yeah, people I people say that shit. I was I can't fucking stand it when they say that shit. Anyway, yeah, I really couldn't see and fucking went out there. Um ended up getting TKO'd at the end. He had me pinned and shit. I couldn't fucking get out of it. Um I wasn't I mean, I was just pinned. It was a bad position. Uh but even flying back, bro, like I lost. Hella people came out. Like, yeah, yeah, man. I had so many people come out to Vegas and we had excess out. Like like, like I didn't want to go to the party, like you know, I lost. Like, fuck, right, man. Right. You know, all these people came out from all over the country. And um, I'm kind of bummed. I'm fucking, I'm way bummed. I'm at the hotel. I'm like, I had all these people fly in. They, we got a fucking $15,000 fucking table at uh, Excess. Whew. And I had to go. Like, my everyone pitched in. Like, oh, I yeah. You're like, I can't, I cannot not go. Yeah. Yeah. So I went, you know. They had like the girls had M A X like when the lights and the champagne and my name. Even though you lost, fucking, you're like I'm still winning right now. Like, yeah, I'm like yeah. you know what, fucking you know, whatever. <laughs> uh, I'll have fun, you know. And that's what it's um, about too, right? Like, yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, I didn't feel like fucking going out there, but you know what? Everyone else is proud of me and happy I went out there and fought and fucking. That's what it was. We had a good time. And uh, flew back home. But even went back home, I had my gloves. I had all this UFC shit. Like, I didn't believe it, bro. Like, right. You had your walkout team. Like, you're like, what's going I'm on? Like, Did this really happen? Like, I'm at home. I'm like, I was like, was I fighting fucking in the UFC? Like, last <laughs> this weekend? Like, dude, it was like a whole, like, dream kind of fucking, like, state I was in. I was like, it was weird, bro. It, like, it was a weird fucking thing. And I, I saw a counselor, dude, because I was like... I was like, am I not ready? Like, yeah, what is like, this am life? I, like, what's going on? You know what I mean? Am I yeah. good enough? Am I not? Fucking, I thought I was focused and fucking, you know? I mean, and, so and, I was, and the thing you is, know? you took on a guy who, like I said, is ranked number, two, I think, two right now in the welterweight yeah. division. So, I mean, I wouldn't take uh, for you to go all three rounds. And like you said, you lost Patico, but I think you did a phenomenal job, especially yeah. you're getting put in there with a guy who is just. I mean, chaos is his middle name for a reason or nickname for a reason. That guy is Pressure City all day long. Yeah. Um. And, and so I got to ask though, because everybody shits on Kobe Covington because he's the cringe. Like he's a cringe master. Is he a good guy? I like Kobe. You know what I mean? I uh, I do like Kobe. You know, he's a good fighter. Uh, you know, I think he's a good dude. It's all his show, all his shit. You know. Yeah, it sells right. Um, it's a show. Yep. Oh, I get it. Um, yeah, so it's a show. We talk- but listen, but but after that fight, right? I saw a counselor. Yep. Um, and uh, I wasn't being focused. They said, "Hey, you were concerned about Bruce in the cage, the camera. You you weren't like internal for the fight, right? Like, like for you to fight, you were all interested in everything else. I'd like watch the plate for a month." to like really focus and be like, really like when you get, you'll feel your mind drift and bring it back. And, uh, end up fighting my next fight, Mexico ultimate fighter winner. I fought Eric Montano. Yep. Latin America and knocked him out. In, it was in, like 40 seconds. Crazy knockout. by the way. <laughs> so for me, that was like, okay, I am good enough. I am ready. Yeah. Like that, especially after that mental thing with Colby, that, that whole thing like fucked me up. Yeah. So for me to go back out and go fuck that Mexican dude up was like, 
Let's go. You yeah, know? you you caught him with so, a nasty one. Like he was. Yeah. Ceiling. They thought he slipped and fell and shit. They didn't uh, even see the puck. Yeah, I was like, no, no, because I remember watching the replay. I'm like, no, no, he didn't slip at all, man. That was that was a pure connection, but he's out. Like, yeah. but yeah, great fight. But we talked a little bit about Fight Island. Obviously, your last fight was there. But I want to grip break into what we uh, just saw this past week, man. We saw some performances out in Fight Island. Um, and we had some fans, which was kind of different and kind of different to hear after about a year. So, um, oh, yeah. but let's talk about Max Holloway, man, because this guy is just <sighs> ruthless. Uh, have you man. ever seen anybody box that way before? The volume that he had was bananas. I mean, it was, it was a record, right? He broke records. 445 strikes landed. <sighs> No, honestly, it made me want to put my output up. Like, watching it was like, dude, like... Cardio time. <laughs> yeah, I need to throw some more strikes. <laughs> um, it was beautiful. It's, 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 it's inspirational, you know what I mean? When you see a guy that, like, makes you want to fucking train, fucking... You watch a fight, and he want, it makes you, like... Dude, you're sitting there. You're like, I don't want to be Kelvin. Dude, I want to train right fucking now. Yeah, I don't want to be Kelvin Cater, but I could definitely go for beating Max Holloway right now. And Kelvin Cater, no slouch either. I mean, like, he took a whooping and kept going, man. Like, he's fucking tough, man. I give him fucking respect, man. A lot of guys quit, bro. A lot of guys. I would have quit. I thought his corner was going to throw in the towel. Yeah, a lot of guys fucking quit, man. The uh, a lot of TKOs are the guy fucking quits, man. They just they just, they just fall or right. kind of cover. You know when they're gonna stop the fight by certain actions. Oh like, yeah, don't fucking don't do those defensive postures. Yeah, I mean I've been kicked in the head. I've been fucked up in fights and got doing one of these and fucking yeah <laughs> out on my feet, but still fighting. Yep, I could have been TKO'd any of those times if I fucking didn't fight. Very true. Straight up. Yeah, Max's so. Max's performance was something brilliant, man. That was that was next level. I mean, again, you talk about cardio. I've I've seen like <laughs> professional boxers who have thrown maybe three hundred f- punches in a, a twelve round segment, but I mean to get that and and that and then he's like, yeah, you know, yelling at Daniel Corvier and the commentators. Yeah, he's like who's the best boxer? Kidding him? Like yeah, no look like, punches landing, like no look shots. Like if I'm if I'm Volkanovski, because we know shit. we know it's gonna happen again. But if I'm Volkanovski, <laughs> I'm gonna be like. Ah oh, shit, dude! Like, I thought, I thought honestly, Max got robbed in the in yeah, the rematch. I, I literally thought he got robbed when it came to the scoring. But that's why he better you... hope. He better hope that fucking uh, my boy T City beats him. Oh, or tags, so, man! Uh, that guy's a monster. Because you don't want because uh, Volkanovski don't want that smoke with Holloway again. I tell you that. Yeah, Ortega's a a beast though, man. Ortega's a different yeah. breed. This guy took off a year and a half and came out and just a destroyed, different guy. man. I'm like, what is going on? Like just everything. His striking's about- like where his jiu-jitsu is. You know what I mean? Which is crazy because his jiu-jitsu is yeah. nuts. Yeah. I mean, he had okay striking and superior jiu-jitsu. Oh. And then he came out here spinning elbow and shit and spinning back elbow and landing it. Like, And this is the guy who is the first guy to ever knock out Frankie Edgar. And I'm like, yeah. all right. And like you said, his striking isn't all that crazy. But like you put into this, he comes out there and he shaves his head. You know, he does this thing and, yeah. you know, for good cause, of course. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, this guy just seems like a completely different dude. So like if I'm Volkanovsky and they just announced that fight, <laughs> I'm like, yo, I got to deal with this guy. And then I got to potentially deal with Holloway after this. What? Yeah, he got a yeah, he got some trouble up ahead. Oh, that division gets tight. But let's talk about divisions that are getting tighter, man. Like the lightweight division was on full display on Saturday. This division, man, is nuts. There is matchups. If you're Sean Shelby, 
you have the hardest job in the world right now to make matchups that matter because there is so much going on. Uh, so let's talk about, obviously, the main event that happened. We got Dustin Poirier taking on Conor McGregor. Um, from the first round, I mean, uh, both guys looked anxious. They looked tentative to throw, but when they did throw, it was connections. Like, I mean, both guys ate shots right off the get-go. But as we know with Conor, he likes to box. He's afraid to do, I don't want to say more than that, but from what I've seen in, in, in his game, it just seems that stand-up is the way he's going to beat you. So Dustin took away the number one thing that you need as a boxer, and that's your legs, man. And and that was crazy. What do you think of that performance? Dude, uh, you know, Akiburo, I thought Connor was going to win. I had him winning. I think everybody in the world but, did. Yeah. Uh, but, hey, I mean, I didn't bet. Um, but, um, dude, it was so good to see Connor get fucked up and fucking have Dustin fucking do it. Yeah, Dustin's so good and such a great person. He might be one. Of my he might be one of my favorite fighter. One of them. Uh, I really don't have a favorite fighter, none, but just just hearing his interviews after the fight and um, just hearing what he was saying, he's such a good guy, man. And I, um, to see him hang in the fight and. I mean, not hanging the fight, but you he know, got hit with a the, massive the, the, yeah, leg, yeah, yeah, yeah. The beginning wasn't too good for him. You know, Connor was looking great, and then he started. He just started hanging in there, you know. Yep. And started landing those kicks and kind of got more relaxed, like you said. He was real tentative. They were both real stiff at first, and they kind of loosened up. And uh, dude, probably to get that fucking win, it was I fuck we do we stepped like what. It was oh, crazy in the house. We were, we were watching it. It was wild. Yeah, we were watching it at the pub, and everybody was, like, going nuts. They're like, what is happening? Because when Connor makes the walkthrough, I mean, everybody starts losing their mind. Yeah. And, I mean, the guy's hype is for real, right? Yeah. But, like, yeah. he's he's 3-3 three and three in his last six fights. I mean, he's, yeah. he's a 500 fighter right now, which is crazy yeah. to think because this guy rinsed everybody for a while. But, again, like you alluded to, I think Poirier in this had, you know, he just looked relaxed and calm and then like during the fight i don't like i'm sure you watch the entire card but like how many times did proper 12 and connor's face come up and nothing about dustin yeah. you know and if i'm dustin i'm just like nice no pressure yeah. on me i don't gotta yeah. worry about anything i go out there and i perform it's not on me if i fail you know like i got it was this. so great man it, it, the story is perfect i mean yeah i it, loved it it's like... unbelievable and so obviously so i'm gonna i'm gonna make this um an option, because I know that the vac- the title's vacant right now. Habib's not coming back. At least I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think what do you think? Not right now. Yeah, I don't um, see him coming back. He has nothing to prove. Like, Dude, he's the... It's not about money. No, like, he's... You saw, you, you saw Dana tell him, you know, uh, the you know cowboy thing had more numbers or whatever he said. He was trying to tell him yeah. the other fight had more, whatever. He doesn't care about that. Like, <laughs> Habib's he's, never he's cared laced about up that. for life. He's The money's not a thing. So for him to be 29 and 0 and to beat everybody, and if money is not a thing, then you it's hard to buy someone that that can't be bought with money. You know what I mean? He's and also then, a, he has nothing to prove yeah. against anyone. You know what I mean? That he didn't 
or couldn't beat. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's like, like a why, very... like, like, why would he run it back with McGregor? Like, makes no why? sense. And McGregor keeps asking for this. I'm like, dude, that doesn't make any sense. Why would a guy who's three and three in this division get an immediate rematch with a guy who's 29 and 0? It doesn't make like that. Doesn't yeah, make why sense would he come back for that? Yeah, that, like know? I understand the money value, but again, we talked about him being. It's more moral values. I feel with Habib, yeah. money can't buy him. Like money, you know, like yeah. he doesn't care about. He money. lives in one of he the most. Know. Yeah, yeah, and like he lives in a. I won't. I don't want to say poverty stricken area, but like. He's got a lot of money for how he's gonna live out there. He ain't worried about anything. Yeah, but how there, much man. he's making, he supposedly he's made the most. Yeah, exactly. Um, and he ain't worried as about Ali anything. was saying, you know what I mean? He's fully made the most these last few fights, so he'll need money again. Nah, so he... it's it's hard to to buy someone without money that doesn't care about you know. Exactly. Like I don't know what it's gonna take for him to come back, like. Yeah, so I look at this as, like I said, I put myself in Sean Shelby's boots, and I go, okay, hey, all right, so we know Habib's not coming back. We got a vacant title, and we just had a lightweight display, which was unbelievable. So my matchup that I think would be the good one or the one to make is Charles Oliveira versus Dustin Poirier. That's what I think 100%. I was arguing, not arguing, but I didn't argue with the guy. I'm just like, okay, you fucking know it all. Yeah. You you, you know pro fighting, right? You're, right. You're, you're, you, know, you know You know your shit, right? Yeah, he was saying that uh, Justin Gaethje should fight Dustin. No. And I was like, I don't think so. I mean, he lost his last fight. And he lost I mean? the, I Yeah, exactly. He lost to Poirier. I already. don't think you should. I mean, it doesn't happen all the time, but I don't think if you lost your last fight, you should get a title shot. Like, yeah. It might have happened, but not not with Oliveira on his fucking 100-fight winning streak. It's ridiculous, man. Like, he cannot <laughs> yeah, be he stopped. Needs, yeah, he needs... He's special, man, and um, yeah, I think he needs. Yeah, and and the the other guy was saying that Chandler needed the. And I'm like, dude, like he won one fight. It was a beautiful fight. You get yeah. some performance. I feel like he needs to fight one more guy before he fights for a title. I just don't think he should just um, fight for a title after beating the number six guy. And see, that's where um, I think that Chandler, um, who made a splash. I mean, I, I I definitely took him in this fight. I knew he was going to win it. I mean, Michael Chandler, I think a lot of people were sleeping. Uh, if you're not exposed to a different brand or a different organization, you wouldn't obviously know who Michael Chandler is. But, like, the guy's a ruthless killer. Like, he is yeah. he is, is all-world wrestling, for sure. It's crazy how good it is. And he beat a guy by knockout. I mean, Dan, and especially Dan Hooker, who is as tough as they come in that lightweight yeah. division. I didn't see that happening that quick. You know, like I thought Hooker would definitely throw some knees because he's just so elusive and tall for yeah. that division. Um, but what do you think of Chandler's performance? I got him in his next fight going up against Gaethje. I think that's... I want him and Gaethje. I think that's I a think fight. I think he should fight Gaethje. Yeah. Um, yeah, Chandler impressed me, man. Uh, you know, he's out of Sanford over there with those guys, Henry Hoops and those guys, and they're good. And, um, you know, I thought Hooker... Fought a good fight in the beginning. I know there was people were saying that he was running away scared. Um, he was trying to keep that fucking distance. Yeah, you don't want to get taken down. I mean, by obviously, yeah, he was trying. Yeah. People are dumb. He's yeah. trying to fucking keep the distance. Like, yeah. if someone's, if 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 your game plan is to to strike someone at your range and they're a badass wrestler. You don't fucking let him get in wrestle ring. You are pushing like, <clears throat> as far away as you possibly can. Yeah, you know what I mean? And you catch him coming in and, um, you know, I think uh, he was doing good at that first, but the angles, I think, yeah. that he was coming in was making it hard. It was cutting him off, cutting off the cage, 
and it was making him kind of run to get out of that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And um, yeah, he caught him at the end of the punch Oof. on that. It was nice. Oh, it was timed perfectly. Went to the <laughs> fade body, now, fade yeah. out, and then just came over top. I was like, yeah. Ooh. As he was fading out, just. And you can see Hooker's face. The best is when they show the replay because Hooker's face was like, ah, oh, shit. <laughs> like he knew before he even <laughs> yeah. got knocked out, he's like, it's coming. This isn't. Good. I didn't see. I gotta watch. I'll oh, watch dude, I, I, I rewatched the replay, face. and it's funny because yeah. he's like, yeah. he's getting ready to protect, yeah. go down low, yeah. right? Because he thought at that point Chandler was coming in low, so I'm assuming yeah. he thought takedown, yeah. and yeah. then all of a sudden he popped up, and Hooker's face was like. Oh no! Like he just—he <laughs> just knew, and I was like, "Oh man!" But Chandler, oh, I like, gotta it, watch it. It's—it's it's unreal. You'll be like, "Oh, he was right." Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But yeah. Chandler versus Gaethje is the fight to make in that division, uh, and I think whoever wins that will face Oliveira and and uh, and Poirier for the wins the fight of that. Yeah. Um, again, the lightweight division is just so you got some big names that are just being Nate's, thrown around. Nate Diaz is trying to come back, and Poirier He's saying yes to in. Nate Diaz, and I'm like, "What is happening?" Plus, I mean, again, Nate sells right, like. Yeah. Nate has been he's good, but he's like yeah. a five hundred fighter. Yeah. He's he's you know, he just lost horribly to lost it all. Like I mean, that's and to crazy it's crazy to think that's almost been like a year almost two years ago at this point. Um Really, yeah. You know, like he's been out for a while, but like the scrap pack is a scrap pack and you know what you're getting out of those guys and like I think now, you know, um, there's been so much talk about Nick coming back and stuff like that, too. Uh, do you think that happens? Do, you, do we think we ever see Nick Diaz again? They're supposed to come back forever. I don't think they're coming back, man. Now his suspension's moved. That's the only reason why I brought it up with the whole THC thing. In the oh, band. he was like a four-year suspension, It's right? five years, man. Five years. In his prime, <laughs> too. And that's that's got to suck. But I don't, I don't see him coming back. But Nate Diaz is throwing his name in there because, I mean, again, we ask about what's next for Connor. Well, yeah, he give, wants give me the trilogy. Yeah. We're owed that trilogy. I, I know people are like, oh, they don't owe us anything. We're owed that trilogy because, A, I don't know how Nate lost the second fight after yeah. he hit a guy 223 times. Yeah. Mind-blowing. But, yeah, man, it's a lightweight division. I'm glad that we're on that. Um, but speaking of divisions, let's break down yours because there's a huge title fight coming up between Usman and Burns. And who do you like for the strap, my friend? I'm, I'm kind of shifted on this, man. Uh, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, originally, I think Burns and um, Usman were in the same camp. Right? Yep. I think when they, they announced They actually the fight. talked about it today that they used to, like, spar for, like, they've sparred at least 200 rounds together. Yeah, that's a lot. <laughs> like, so this is what I think because of that. Um, you know, at first I was leaning towards uh, Burns. You know, he's just been smashing these guys, but um, Usman went over with Trevor Whitman and Gaethje and those guys, and he's a mastermind uh, coach. So um, I think. Since they are so familiar together, I think this will kind of give Usman an upper hand, um, at least strategically. Right. Um, you know, against Burns. Yeah. I think it's going to be close. I think Usman, but I, I don't know. I don't know if I could say that. I don't yeah, know if I could say that. Still. I've been humming and hawing about know. this once the, the matchup was announced. I was just like, ah, oh, man. Because this was supposed to happen months ago, but Burns tested positive for COVID nineteen. Yeah. So I mean, at that point, I was all about it because was or uh, Burns literally murked Tyrone Woodley, and it wasn't even pff, remotely close. And I was just yeah. like, oh man. So I was like, it's a bad matchup, and he was coming in fresh, like he didn't waste any time with Tyrone. So he's just like, all right, let's get into this. Um, but yeah, man, I, I think 
oh, this is a tough one. Like you said, this is a hard one. But Usman, just something about him, man. It's just like you don't want to like him, you know? Like you don't you don't want to like yeah. him because he's just kind of cringy too. But like, fuck, is he good when he gets in there? No, you're right about that, man. Like I said, um, I had Burns originally when they were on the same time when it first happened at the same team. But I, I think he's gonna have a special recipe. I think he's gonna working with Gaethje. He's gonna he's gonna have some more striking and uh, yeah. just some better better weapons. You know, he really didn't. He struck a little bit, but um, I mean, you know. He's not the best striker, right? He's more of a wrestler kind of guy. But right. I think going over with Gaethje and those guys, well, really, um, I think he had some slick shit into his up repertoire, honestly. Yeah, and, I, I uh, could see him. catch Burns with something. Honestly. Yeah, I, I do I see it happening. And Burns is a big body, so he's really got to make sure to cut down angles and stuff on Usman. That's for sure the first thing he needs to do. But, uh, yeah, man, that looks like we're pretty decided <laughs> on that. Um, so, yeah, let's get back into your career, man. Where do you see yourself going in 2021? We going rankings big? Yeah, it's my time now, man. Hell yeah. I mean, I've been here for, fuck, four years, five years. It's been a while. Um, it's time to string this shit together, and it's, it's perfect. Uh, I had a big win, I'm telling you. I had a big win last fight. Um, and for me, mentally, it was a – I had fun. Yeah. Like, the only – I mean, I've had I had a little bit of fun in some other fights. Um, but I truly had – all the fun in his last fight. And 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 this is how I was rewarded. You know what I mean? Yeah. How that victory went down. So uh I got this guy, Song Keenan, Keenan Song. I don't know fucking what's his name is. Song Keenan, you're correct. Yeah, I don't know. I've seen both. You're I'm nailing like, I don't it. Know. You're just watching film, it doesn't matter. <laughs> you know. Um but uh you know at first I was like, oh Keenan Song, whatever, you know. Uh, but it's a good guy that I can beat. It's a guy that um, he's real beatable for me for for uh, what what this was what I could do and what he can do. Um, I see myself winning this fight in uh, dominant fashion. I so tend to strongly um, agree with what you just said. <laughs> yeah, mean, so that's what I'm gonna do, and then um, it's gonna be big time. Yeah, you know, then I'm gonna go on this run. Have more fun, dude. I'm telling you, just for me to have fun, I just know like I have to have fun. Yeah. And then I did that. Um, it's gonna be even a more beautiful performance this next time. And then we're gonna run the shit. Um, they don't give me who I want to fight. I just gotta keep fucking. Um, keep going. It. Yeah. Yeah. I just gotta fucking. Fuck these guys up. You know, I tried to fight Carlos Condit, tried to fight Vincente Luque, uh, a couple other guys, but they just don't want me to fight those guys. So, yeah, um, Carlos We'll Con- see what happens. Condit coming off a big win against old Matt Brown. I know. No, I I, I wanted to fight Carlos. Just out of respect, man. Oh, he's a legend. Thiago. Why wouldn't you? Yeah, I Ex- fought Tiago. Exactly. You know? Exactly. I want, like, I like, I like fighting these legend kind of guys. Yep. And uh, they're like, no, you know. Uh, we're looking to give him that round, like kind of a like seven a, years in the making. I mean, I get it. <laughs> but I, I get it. Yeah, right. it was. It was. It you was. Want me to beat these guys. Yeah, they definitely showed their age in that fight. I don't want to say it was a bad fight or a boring fight. They just look like guys yeah. who've definitely been in some wars. They're durable, you know. Yeah, it yeah. was a good fight. It was a good fight. It was, it was fun. It was Carlos fun. Yeah. 
But uh, no, that's awesome, man. Okay, so I don't want to like say that you're gonna overstep something here, but like if you do beat our boy Song over there, where do you see? Who do you want to see next? Like who would be the guy that you want to fight? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I'd have to look at a thing. Yeah. Where's Gunnar Nelson? Where'd that fool go? Yeah, where the hell did Gunnar Nelson go? <laughs> All right. Maybe Ponsonivio, fucking, I don't know. Gunnar uh, Nelson and you would be a fun matchup. Yeah, man. Fuck. I like Gunnar, you know? I like these guys. Yeah. Like, well, I'm not you, a fucking asshole. Like, it's, it, people forget I that. fuck this guy up. Like, fuck. It's our job. Like, yeah, I was going to say, people forget at the end of the day, this is a job. You guys get paid to go out there and do this. This is work, you know? Like, you, you, we all go to work and we have colleagues. You've got colleagues just yeah. to happen to be in a weight class as you. Yeah. You know, like, hey, fucking, I love to fight that guy. Not because I hate the guy. Um, you know, the guy I didn't like, I already fucking beat up. That's a lean guy. Yep. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's no disrespect. I mean, people can make a disrespect after, but. Um, yeah, I, the guys I want to fight is out of respect. You know, I I think I could you know beat anybody. So that Gunnar Nelson yeah. matchup just intrigues me. Now. I just said, where's where's he at? Yeah, man? he just like disappeared off the face of the earth. Really? I'm even like who? I'm trying to think of the Gunner, last time man. he fought. I can't at the top of my head. I have no idea. But uh, yeah, I think that'll be a fun matchup. Both pretty fun fighters. Nibio, for I don't know um, any of these fuckers, man. They can get it. You know? I like it. Cool, man. Well, uh, thanks so much for joining us today, dude. This was this was really, really fun. And uh, thanks for reaching out to me or me reaching out to you and you saying yes to this. This was pretty kick ass, man. And uh, (laughs) I definitely appreciate it. And of course, uh, you've got, uh, like we've talked about a couple times, big fight in March. What's the date for that, man? March 20th. And it's a UFC. It's on the Kevin Holland, Derek Brunson card. Which is another fun fight. <laughs> gonna be a nut. Derek Brunson just aging well, you know. Uh, and yeah. Kevin Holland is, you know, Kevin Holland is just this out of nowhere, man. Oh, his knockout on the ground is one of the craziest things I've ever Dude. seen in my life. Yeah, that was just standing up with a. It looked like he like bitch slapped him almost with a right hand. And I'm like, is he knocked out? And yeah, and then he just just. Just sit on his knees and just yeah. He's just like All right. he was knocked out. Yeah, he was, he was he like was, that. He was defending. He was having a sleep. Uh, but yeah, man. How can people follow you, Max? Follow me on Instagram, Twitter, uh, Facebook. Uh, Max Payne Griffin on there. MaxPayneGriffin.com. Max Payne Griffin. Yeah, MaxPayneStore.com. Max Payne CBD. Hey, you got that shirt going com. on. Let's rock that. There we go. All right. Yeah, I got my own um, CBD line. That's awesome, man. Yeah. So tune in. Just trying to make shit happen and um, stay blessed, man. Be grateful for what's going on and, um, you know, keep this shit digging. Where are you out of? I'm out in Canada, man. It is. Uh, where are you at? Are you in California? Yeah, yeah. I'm so in what's what's Sacramento. Your, what's your weather like right now? Uh, it's kind of cold right now. It's cold as shit, actually. Yeah, it it's just cold as shit here cold. today. It was twenty eight degrees for that's oh, that's cold as shit. That for us. that is cold for you guys. That's what like minus two three ish, I guess us. But so it's minus forty five here today. Yeah, 
Yeah. So forty five what? Celsius. Celsius. Yes. Yes. What are we Fahrenheit? You guys are Fahrenheit. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So what's that Fahrenheit? Um, cold. I can't. I don't know the current. Is it? It's 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 the coldest I've been all year. Okay, yeah, it's like yeah. 50 here. Like, I've got a hoodie home. on. I've got, like, six, like, T-shirts and a big-ass jacket <laughs> ready to go be part of the Alaskan fucking race team with my horse. You got six T-shirts on right <laughs> no, now? No, I got two. I'm just cool. I, <laughs> sarcastically like, speaking. But, no, uh, I got to hook myself up with one of those Max Griffin shirts. Those are cool, man. I'm a big advocate for uh, CBD. Yeah, bro. So that is awesome. Well, I don't know what I could send you. Um, I can send the Canada. Let me type in and see, like. I don't think I've said anything to Canada, and I owe someone else something to Canada. So I'm gonna rep it, man. No matter what, I'm a big advocate for it. So that's pretty cool to see you. Uh, and I'm sure with the whole THC thing, this has been awesome for a lot of fighters, man. Yeah. So I hit up Jess Nowitzki about it from Misada. Like, uh, yeah, but Nevada still tests. Yeah. And he's like, yeah. So <laughs> yeah. you're in Nevada. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah uh, Goddamn. Like, yeah, you'll fail, <laughs> and you'll be suspended. Yeah. But. He said for Fight Island, uh, there was no, they didn't test for weed. And that was it. So if you if you you could go to Fight Island, you could smoke. Yeah, well, we could be a Nick Diaz high versus Anderson Silva high. <laughs> just lay down in the middle of the ring and have a quick nap. But, man, I appreciate this so much, Max. Dude, uh, all the best in uh, 2021, and congratulations on the last win. And we can't wait till, you, uh, can't wait till the next fight, dude. Thank you. You know, great interview, bro. Thank You're you. good. You're good at what you do. Thank you.